Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. It's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection, brought to you by Child Advocates. Your voice, their future. On Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. And good afternoon and welcome to Community Connection. I'm Tina Cosby. Today is Monday, November the 13th. Hope everyone had a good Veterans Day and Veterans Day weekend, especially our veterans who both served and sacrificed. And again, we say thank you. Uh, It is a beautiful late fall day here in central Indiana. Sunshine and temps in the low to mid 60s. Just doesn't get any better than that uh, in November and late fall as we're we're heading into winter. So hopefully you can get out and enjoy the next day or two. They're going to be very, very nice. Um, On the show today, the holidays are just around the corner. Joyful for many, but not so much for others. Um, In our second hour, you'll hear about an effort aimed at helping those who may be finding the season, uh, the holiday season, a difficult one to, uh, to navigate. And speaking of the holidays, also in our second hour, Thanksgiving, of course, is next week, a week from Thursday to be exact. Uh, We'll share with you a unique Thanksgiving outreach for nearly 200 uh, deserving Hoosiers that you'll want to hear about as well. So again, uh, both of those in our second hour. Right now in this hour, the lines are open. 317-239-1310, 317-239-1310. Lines are open for whatever you may want to discuss or catch up on. Uh, Speaking of catching up on, there's a couple of national stories I want to get to as well. Uh, But um, Sky just does a fantastic job of of taking uh, numbers and calls and uh, things from people and, and getting emails to me and um, I do my best to to get back to them in a timely manner. Uh, some sometimes I can do it quicker than others. But um, uh, to make a, a long story short, um, this email um, is from um, uh, a Miss Henderson, I do believe. I think it's Miss Henderson. Yeah. Anyway, from Miss Henderson, um, and it says uh, it's from last week, a couple weeks, a week ago. Yeah, last week. Says she was listening to the show as she always does, and the lady and her neighbor, uh, the lady with the neighbor issue, could be an easier one to resolve if they would put their guns away. Um, and to refresh your memory, there was a woman who was very distressed um, and called about uh, neighbors disrespecting her property. The neighbors were renters. They did not own a home. They were disrespecting her property. Um, they got into a war of the words, and some of the words were very threatening. And so the uh, the woman with the property uh, said she felt as if she needed a gun for protection because she didn't know what they would do next and what would happen. Um, and so this listener, um, and and I guess, well, she hasn't called, so I'll call her a listener. Uh, she offered uh, uh, a resolution of sorts and saying that the Indy Center for Conflict, the Indy Center for Conflict, assist with nonviolent concerns such as the um, uh, here to, you know, up until this point, nonviolent uh, issue that, that the woman that called uh, last week was having. Um 
It says that this center has been created to try and combat the violence that is happening because we can't talk uh, anymore. We don't talk anymore. Uh, ending in violence that can't be undone by guns is just unacceptable. So thank you um, for what you do. And uh, so this is called the Indy Center for Conflict. And I have to admit, unless I'm thinking of it by a different name, I had not heard of it. But I do appreciate uh, Ms. Henderson calling um, uh, do appreciate Miss Henderson call uh, not calling listening and emailing uh, she called the show and I think she emailed and then Sky sent me the email uh, asked for my email address and Sky sent me the email but unless again unless, unless I'm thinking of this center uh, under a different name Indy Center for Conflict um, I think that's a wonderful resource and something that I plan to uh, to remember uh, you know if issues like this come up again uh, but it would seem as if it would be very tragic if if uh, gunfire had to erupt as a result of uh, uh, some disrespectful words being said and uh, parking space in someone's property uh, being disrespected as well. So the Indy Center for Conflict um, is uh, what Ms. Henderson was sharing with us. And so, uh, Ms. Henderson, your um, concerns in your email did reach me, and I wanted to follow up with that. So um, also, um, there was another... Uh, uh, listener that sent in an email, uh, Miss Applegate, and she said she was listening uh, to the program, um, and we were talking about community issues and concerns um, on the radio on the regular, which we do. And my goodness, just I, a teenager shot and killed a teenager in custody. Um, it, it's just unbelievable. A teenager that. Uh, has uh, unraveled the arrest of a teenager that's unraveled a uh, car theft ring, you name it. It's, it's just get, it all runs together. So we have to kind of separate some of them. Um, but this listener, uh, Ms. Applegate was talking about as a whole community issues and concerns. Um, wanted to reach out about a weekly movie night being offered by Chaplain Dynamite at the American Legion post. I believe that's a Harpole, a Harpole post. Um, right there on Dr. Martin Luther King. Um, the movie night uh, she has shared is every Wednesday from 4 to 7 p.m. Children can attend for free, but parent or adults must accompany them. So kids get in free with an adult or parent or supervisor. The kids get in free with someone that comes with them. So that's fantastic, a free movie and, and snacks. So... Um, uh, she says, I'm hoping you can find a spot on your program so that uh, Chaplain Dynamite could talk about his passion to keep violence off the streets by offering movie night, popcorn, free food, drinks, and a safe environment for children to meet and play each week with adult supervision. So, again, that's down there on the post on MLK every Wednesday. Um, hope you consider giving him time on your show in the very near future. Uh, and you know what, uh, Miss Applegate, I will get in touch with uh, Chaplain Dynamite. Uh, and have him come on and share with us um, uh, his vision for uh, lessening and, and putting an end and, and making a dent in all this violence with uh, not only in general, but especially with our young people. Um, they're our future, and we gotta we gotta get them get them back on the right track. And hey, a movie and popcorn and free food, um, yeah, that 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 makes a big difference. And so, uh, yes, I will be contacting uh, Reverend uh, Dynamite about that. And so, yeah, every Wednesday, American Legion Post two forty nine, uh, free movie night, food and candy and drinks, four to seven, 
children must be accompanied by adults, no exceptions, but again, no charge, no fee, uh, as long as the children are accompanied by adults. Um, another follow-up that I've been meaning to get to, and again, sometimes when we get on, we just we, had, we hit the ground running, and we just don't have time to get to everything that comes across my desk. But um, again, the lines are open. I'm, I'm just catching up with you all a couple of things. If you all want to catch up or talk about something current, um, you know, by all means, give us a call, 317-239-1310, 317-239-1310. Um, this came from the mayor's office, and... Um, uh, the, the headline is Mayor Joe Hawk said in NDDPW to highlight the installation of critical technology in school zones. So um, they uh, apparently, we, you know, we, we were talking about um, the the fact that the now, now that the mayor is the mayor again and, and reelected, there's some really serious infrastructure uh, uh, issues that need to be tended to, uh, primarily uh, potholes and not too far second or maybe right there with potholes, lighting, uh, the lighting um, along our city streets. Well, this is similar to that because. Um, it says uh, Brookside School 54, again, this was last week as well. Uh, Mayor Hawks said, along with DPW uh, Director Brandon Herget, uh, City County Council Vice President Zach Adamson, and uh, IPS Superintendent Dr. Alicia Johnson, um, got together to highlight the installation of new technology in school zones across Marion County, new technology in the Marion County school zones. Um, and so what, what NDDPW is going to do, they're currently installing um, critical flashing beacon technology in these school zones. Um, critical flashing beacon technology uh, in school zones. Now, apparently, um, they're, they're going to install at least another two dozen more along major thoroughfares, uh, bringing the total throughout Marion County to more than 200. And I will say that um, I pass a lot of school zones. It seems like I do. But I, with the school zones that I pass through that have that technology, I think it is fantastic. They, you know, it flashes. It lets you know. Um, and the courts will let you know, too, if you are speeding through a school zone, because I think a ticket for a school zone is twice as much uh, as a regular moving violation. There's some enhancements. I think your uh, school zone, construction zone, um, and some other uh, designated zones uh, will cost you more. Uh, so this is a nice warning. This is a nice, um, hey, hey, slow down, uh, pay attention before you get that ticket Um and uh, and also just to make sure that you you're safe for the kids uh, that are going through there. So uh, thank you, Mayor Hogsett, for that. I appreciate that, and I'm glad it brings it up to 200. I, you know, hopefully we can get 200 more. Uh, but we still plan to stay on, um, you know, we still plan to keep harping on the lighting for the city streets and alleys, and on the repair. Uh, so many um, potholes uh, throughout the city of Indianapolis. Uh, 317-239-1310, 317-239-1310. A couple of um, things along the political uh, front. Uh, We'll get to the national political stuff in just a moment. But um, the Indy Star uh, has already jumped ahead to the 2024 governor's race. And... uh, we have talked about that on the show quite a bit as well, about how critical the governor's race um, is going to be, especially right here for the state of Indiana, because uh, 
You've got a Trump-backed millionaire uh, in the form of Mike Braun. Uh, and you've got a GOP supermajority. Um, and if you thought that the permitless carry legislation was a disaster, um, think again of how much damage that could be done. I mean, there could be two more or three more, you know, depending on if, if Braun is elected or, you know, if any of the others are elected. So um, we really, really, really have to pay attention to uh, the governor's race that's coming up in 2024. Uh, actually, ads for it are already underway. Uh, lots and lots of TV ads are already underway. Um, and as we said before, and we've discussed before, the GOP uh, field is quite uh, crowded because Indiana is a ruby red state. So naturally, um, uh, the Republican candidates that, that want to get through the primary and become the, um, the, the candidate uh, are going to be plentiful, including, including Curtis Hill. Yeah. Um, he's African-American, of course. And um, current, what is he doing? He's currently an attorney, um, former Indiana attorney general. Uh, had some controversy um uh, you know, anyway, um, just uh, it, it is not probably not one of the more pub, uh, popular uh, former office holders here uh, in addition to uh, in addition to his other issues. So uh, but you've got, uh, the, you know, the, the current lieutenant governor, Suzanne Crouch, who's running. She's a Republican from Evansville. Um, and she's been the, the state's lieutenant governor since 2017. Um, she's got $3.9 million. These, these are the latest numbers according to what was reported. Uh, and the Indiana Star has published these as well. Uh, Mike Braun, as I was talking about, uh, he's got $4.6 million. Uh, he's from Jasper, Indiana. And um, he is currently the U.S. Senator from the state of Indiana in Washington and has, uh, has come across as um, solidly, solidly lined up uh, with uh, Donald Trump, has Trump's endorsement, and so um, there, there could be trouble there if he uh, is leading. He's got, it seems like he's got the most money on hand. It looks like uh, Crouch has $3.9 million, Braun has four point six. Uh, Eric Doden, a uh, Fort Wayne businessman, has $3.8 million. Curtis Hill has 19000 Yeah, 19000 He doesn't, well, anyway, he doesn't have $100,000 yet. Um, let's see. Uh, Brad Chambers, Republican, former Commerce Secretary. Doesn't, it didn't report what he has on hand. Uh, Jennifer McCormick, uh, the Democrat. Uh, from Newcastle. Uh, she's got $209,000 on hand. Donald Rainwater, Libertarian, has $7,000. Uh, Jamie Reitenauer has $4,500. And I don't, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Bob Kern, uh, I don't know, he, he, I, I, I don't see him in there. He has contacted me and told me he's running for office. Um, on the national front, kind of a surprise announcement um, yesterday, I guess, or over the weekend, according to um, everything that I've seen and read. Um, remember Tim Scott, the Republican, uh, African-American Republican, uh, who was, uh, you know, had th thrown his hat into the ring with all the other Republicans looking to get the GOP nomination for president of the United States? Well, 
Uh, he is dropping out. He is dropping out. Tim Scott dropping out. Um, he has a... I guess he made his announcement on Fox News uh, without uh, notifying his staff or anybody else. He just came out and said it. Uh, a lot of things that Tim Scott doesn't have, uh, including money. He doesn't have the polling, and he clearly uh, does not have uh, the messaging. So uh, Tim Scott is no longer uh, running for the GOP nomination for the presidency of the United States of America. I don't know if anybody is surprised about that. It didn't surprise me. I mean, frankly, they're all they're all going to go down like dominoes. There, there, there aren't going to be too many left standing because it's a pretty high bar to clear anyway. Um, and so we go. There we go. Um, so, uh, the other thing that I wanted to share, oh, yeah, 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 let's do this. Um, quick reminder, uh, the next several days, at least throughout the rest of this week, um, here on Community Connection, uh, listen for your chance to win a free car pass for the upcoming Christmas Nights of Lights at the Indiana State Fairgrounds. Uh, this car pass can be used anytime now, anytime today through New Year's Eve, December 31st. Uh, the car passes are good for up to eight people per vehicle. Um, I should I, I should call it a vehicle pass because there's all kinds of vehicles that go through there and go through that light display. Um, the light display is just absolutely delightful. It really is. It's a lot of fun. Uh, young and old, you know, naturally a lot of people like to take children through there. Uh, but, you know, some folks just like to go through and see the light display. It's synchronized to a, a radio frequency that you they'll tell you to tune to uh, when you arrive there. Uh, and it's, it's just a lot of fun. It, it's really a neat thing to do. So, if you are the 10th caller right now, you will win a free car pass. Uh, we are looking for caller number 10. All you have to do is call the number 317-239-1310, 317-239-1310. We'll take the 10th caller and give you a car pass, a free one, uh, to the Christmas Nights of Lights out at the Indiana State Fairgrounds. Now, if you're planning on purchasing a ticket, uh, especially if you don't happen to win during one of our giveaways. Uh, that's a win-win situation as well. Uh, now through November 19th, if you go to christmasnightsoflights.com, again, go to christmasnightsoflights.com and use the discount code MOZELL, M-O-Z-E-L, M-O-Z-E-L, you will get $10 off the $30 ticket price and with $5 of your total purchase being automatically donated to the Moselle Sanders Foundation. So I'm going to say that again. If you go to the Christmas Lights of Night, excuse me, christmasnightsoflights.com uh, to buy uh, to buy your car pass uh, with this code, you get $10 off. It's 30 bucks, so you'll get $10 off right away when you go to the website. And your total purchase, $5 of that, you don't have to do anything. It's just telling you $5 of what you buy uh, is automatically going to go to the Moselle Sanders Foundation for their annual Thanksgiving Day dinner uh, for uh, deserving Hoosiers. So, again, now through November 19th, you can get that $10 discount off your $30 ticket. $5 of your total purchase will be automatically donated to the Moselle Sanders Foundation. Again, just go to christmasnightsoflights.com. Use the coupon code Moselle, M-O-Z-E-L, at 
checkout and you'll get the discount and the automatic donation to the Moselle uh, Sanders Foundation. Uh, the Moselle Sanders Foundation. Uh, so uh, good luck. Good luck to you. Uh, we're looking for caller number 10 uh, to to win that. And again, like I said, I, I was able to go to the... Uh, uh, to the preview, to the media preview, and it, it's, it's just really, really nice. Um, it's a nice evening. Uh, it's, it feels like fall. It doesn't feel like we're heading into winter. It's just a beautiful night, beautiful thing to do, a lot, a lot of fun for the family. And like I said, you can load a lot of folks up in the car and everybody can enjoy it. So uh, Tenth Caller uh, will win, and if you do not win and still want to go, you still have more chances to do so because we're going to be giving these away every day this week. Uh, but if by chance you want to win a ticket and buy one, you can go to ChristmasNightsOfLights.com, use the coupon code MOSELLE at checkout, um, and you'll get $10 off the $30 ticket purchase price. And $5 of the total will go to the Moselle Sanders Foundation. Um, and speaking of the Moselle Sanders Foundation, as you very well know, um, Moselle uh, and um, his legacy is, is just something that it, it's really a story worthy of being told. Uh, but the fact that, that this dinner, uh, this, this distribution to deserving Hoosiers has lasted as long as it has, has served as many as it has, and has grown into what it has become, is just such a such a tribute to the man and who he was, and and his sincerity about feeding people on Thanksgiving, which he told me on the air uh, that that was his favorite holiday. He loved uh, Thanksgiving. He absolutely loved Thanksgiving. He said he loved to cook too. Um, and again, the first time I met him, he was in the basement, Mount Vernon, uh, and. Um, he was cooking, uh, which he said he likes deboning a turkey, I think. I've told that story I don't know how many times. I was just so impressed by that because um, the, here's the pastor, the senior pastor of the church, and he's down there with uh, with everybody in the kitchen, you know, doing his part as well and says he, you know, he was planning after the interview to go ahead and um, share some of these uh, with some of the folks. He was going to just hand them out. And so he went from, you know, doing maybe 30, 40, 50, I don't know, maybe even 100 to 10,000. I mean, he's since passed on, but his legacy and his generosity live on through the, um, uh, through the, through the Moselle Sanders Foundation. Oh, Sky, we have a, hey, if you're calling about the Christmas Nights of Lights uh, free ticket giveaway, the free car pass, we have a winner. We do have a winner. So um, the winner is Ron. Uh, Ron, you won the tickets and says he you, he will be taking his he and his grand he will be taking his grandchildren uh, through the light show. So congratulations to you, Ron, uh, for winning those tickets, and congratulations to all of the other winners. Hey, there will be another chance tomorrow, another chance tomorrow uh, to win uh, th this pass. Just listen. Um, I don't know. We, we, we do it different times of the show, depending on when we can get it worked in. But thank you all so much for calling in. 317-239-1310. 317-239-1310. What is on your mind? What is going on? Um, uh, the violence, the the unthinkable use of, of gunfire and gun violence in the city, it just continues. And, uh, you know, we have to continue 
uh, I, I, talking about it, but we also have to continue looking for ways to stop it and to combat it. And and I really do believe that if we put enough pressure on state lawmakers to amend or, rep- or, or do something about that permitless carry, I think that's going to go a long way because I truly believe that people have the uh, the the notion, the misconceived notion that all they have to, they can just go out and, and start shooting up things like, you know, like they're in the OK Corral, like they're in Dodge City. They just, think they just go shoot up everything and anything and they're, they're not going to get in trouble for it. So we have to stay, we have to stay on that. We have to stay politically involved. Um, Attorney Bohannon made a good point, even though uh, voter participation was up uh, during, during the last uh, municipal election uh, last week. Uh, it's still woefully low and not enough. We 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 have to do more, and so we got to we got to drill down drill down pretty pretty deeply uh, to figure out uh, how we can get more voter participation. Uh, looks like Jeff is up next. Jeff, I'm going to get to you right after. We got to squeeze a break in because as soon as you start talking, we're going to have to go to a break. So uh, stay right there, uh, and we will get this break in, and we'll be back to talk with you and anyone else. Three one seven two three nine thirteen ten. Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. And we're back with Community Connection. Tina Cosby here on a Monday, November the 13th. Uh, 317-239-1310, 317-239-1310. Lines will be open for the next uh, 30 minutes or so. Then we've got guests uh, who are going to come and bring us some really good information uh, for the community. 317-239-1310, 317-239-1310. Jeff, how are you? Hey, Gina, how you doing? Hope you um, had a good weekend. Did you have a good weekend? I did. I really did. Well, good, good. I'm glad. Uh, I hope you. I hope you. Had a, hope you and your family had a good one as well. We did. We did. It's just uh, just quiet, and those are the best. <laughs> those oh, are absolutely yeah. the best. So, uh, your buddy, your your good friend uh, Tim Scott. Um, uh, apparently, yeah. from what I was reading, uh, and from what I was able to ascertain. He didn't tell anybody until he that he was on that Fox show talking to that reporter. He just came right out with it and said, I'm out. You know, it's like, I mean, he didn't do it exactly like that, but well, uh, it was surprising I, to a lot of people. Yeah, well, did he really have a chance? Does it do any of them? Well, especially with this bunch, he's got some great questions. But, uh, you know, uh, I, I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, who do you, who you think going to vote for it? I mean, uh, MAGA wasn't going to vote for him, you know. I mean, and, yeah, he was talking the company line, but, I mean, he probably, if he would have just, you know, there's a young man up there in Indiana who is a, a Republican GOP, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you heard about him. Yes, yes, I have. And he was saying, all right, he says, you know, the GOP got it, you know, start talking. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Talking about injustices in this country, race relationships, instead of, you know, see, looking at the world through a, a white male perspective, you know, that they, if they want to grow their tank and, Tim Scott had that opportunity and he blew it. So, I don't well, know what you I'm like you. What opportunity did he really have? I mean, he never really had the big donors. He never no. really, he never had a message, as far as I was concerned. I mean, not, not anything that would stick or make you want to turn your head and say, "Hmm, he's worth the consideration." I mean, unless right. I'm missing something, um, I'm not quite sure what alternative he felt he was offering the GOP by being in the race. I just, I don't know. Um, well, you know, I maybe maybe thought his, his girlfriend was going to say this, say this, say the day, and I heard that's a, I heard that was some controversies about that, you know. Uh, what girlfriend? He's got a girlfriend. I mean, I, I don't know anything about him personally. So. Well, you know, I guess there was a saying that. Well, well you know, here's a, a man, U.S. senator, never seen no, you know. I always say, oh, I don't want to, you know, kind of do a questioning in his, you know, his orientation but at the end of the last debate where he participated he brought out this this lady you know mm. little white lady and uh, he said this is his girlfriend and uh mm. that was it and it just been like is that Tim Scott's girlfriend or is that a prop or what is she you know we never heard of her you know so you know a lot of his close friends I guess co-workers said well we never knew Tim had a he claimed he always had a girlfriend but you know she, she never well and, and you know there's some folks that are perpetual players. They don't, they, you know, you just simply will not, uh, that some men are perpetual players, some women are just have no interest in, in that, you know, that life in terms of being uh, attached and in a relationship. So I don't know. I don't know anything about him or well, his personal life. So you think Tim Scott's a player? I don't know. Is, is, is Cory Booker a player? I mean, those questions are not, he's I mean, never, you know, I mean, Scott doesn't come what about Lindsey Graham? I mean, he's never, oh, been, no, 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 you're really getting off into some strange. No, I'm just saying, no, but people don't ask questions about the, you know, the, and, and we have to, I, I want to be a little careful that we don't, um, right. yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, not trying to insinuate anything. No, no, no. I'm just saying, I want to be a little careful that we don't, uh, you know, set the, the bar higher for, uh, African-Americans than we do anyone else. Oh, absolutely. Um, and there, I'm just saying there are, um, you know, they're both black and white, uh, male and there, there's, I, I don't know. I don't know any women in, in Congress, but there's, there's certainly women in Congress that are divorced or single mom, you know, that are single or sure. what have you. But um, be that as it may, I, I think Tim Scott's problem, you know, went a whole lot deeper. First of all, he's identified with a party uh, that is considered... That, that Yeah, that doesn't respect him. That that, that America, doesn't frankly, like doesn't look like him. And what 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 does GOP stand for now? I mean, Don, you know, it's the party of Donald Trump. Yeah, and you know, and speaking of Donald Trump... Oh, my goodness. He okay. seems to have this obsession with Obama. He, he gave a speech... Uh, I'm not sure where it was. And he said, I'm going to beat Obama in the election. I'm going to replace. But Obama hasn't been president since 2000. Yeah, he still thinks he's running against Obama. But see, why isn't that being questioned? Because he's he's not uh, he's not lucid now. Yeah. And they say, well, we always want to talk about Joe Biden's mental capacity. But what about Trump? Well, I don't know. I think think, uh, Trump's age is never really... Uh, I mean, it's three years different between the two. 
Yep, only three years difference. Uh, Trump's um, mental acuity. I mean, let me ask you this. <laughs> if, sure. somebody, if somebody came up to your door looking like him, orange, hair from here to, you know, to the west side and back, uh, and ill-fitting suits, uh, if somebody came to your door looking like that, would you... I mean, would you even talk to him or do, let alone be, so, I mean, even the appearance, the appearance, the physical I mean, appearance Trump tells somebody's not like quite some, right. Like, he looked like some kind of creepy guy out of somebody, yeah. out of a Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers movie, or, you know, mm-hmm. something out of a Stephen King. I mean, the guy just looks, you know, the, the hairstyle, the, you know, the the orange suntan, I mean, the guy looks like a... Yeah. I mean, well, I still, I mean, I I know, I've been told I'm, I've been told I'm crazy and I don't care. I don't mind it because I've been told other things. So, but I'm not going to eat none of this. If you go to Donald Trump's restaurant at his Mar-a-Lago, do not eat the food. Oh, well, I heard those. I'm not going to go there because I don't want to gross nobody out, but they Mm. interviewed some of his uh, people that work in his kitchen and they had some Unkind things to say about Donna, and eh? well, how should I say it? I don't want to gross nobody out, but yeah, but I'm just saying, I still think he's going to jail before it's all said and done. I don't know I how, so. I don't know what, it, and I like I said, I've been told I'm crazy for even thinking that because there's no, but I'm sorry, he's he's pushing it. I don't think he's going to be happy with anything else until then. I, I just don't, and um. I, I stand well, I stand behind that. I know uh, Dion and I don't always agree on that. Well, uh, Dion ain't always right. You well, know. I know, I know, but he's uh, but he's and and I, I understand where he's coming from. I understand what he's coming from, but <laughs> I still think that this particular instance, there is no other way. It's like an unruly child. You 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 know they if they can't if you can't hear me, you can feel me. He doesn't hear anybody. He doesn't hear until he's been made to feel it. So I just I just firmly believe at some point I don't know how when where I don't know what the situation is going to be I just firmly believe he's going to jail I just do well I hope so I hope you're right because that's where he belongs to me heck if you or I or mm-hmm. Dion or James did what he did hell you think anybody would cut us any slack no no and um, so uh, I, you know all these people who've been rounded up after January sixth and, mm-hmm. and and uh, you know. Either they got court dates coming up or they're in jail. I don't feel a bit sorry for them. Yeah. I don't. I yeah. mean, you listen to a man. How can you in worship a man who doesn't care about nothing or nobody but himself? Yeah. Um, well, and he tells okay. you every day, you know, it's about me. Yeah. Me. Well, I yeah, we we, we got to be very very weary. You say it a lot, Jeff, and thank you for your call. You say it a lot. It's a, it's a it's a slow march toward fascism. Maybe it's not a slow march. Maybe it's a fast march toward fasc- fascism. Uh but uh America better wake up cuz this is no joke. It's not an entertainment. It's not the apprentice. It's nothing. This is not fun and games. This is serious. 317-239-1310. 317-239-1310. Lines are open for the next 20 minutes or so. Henry, go ahead. How are you? Uh, yes, Tina. Thank you. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. 
Uh, I called in probably about a year ago, and we were discussing uh, some of the community affairs, uh, some of the uh, some of the shootings and different things that are going on mm-hmm. in our community. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm this is my home. I started grade school here, and you know, I'm I'm been in the Air Force and I've been back, but I'm just cutting through the chase. It's it's. It's great that you're focusing on uh, community affairs. I understand the political thing, but we all are bombarded by a lot of the political things. And and this show, I like this show, and I like what you're doing because this is this is a time to talk about Indianapolis and Marion County. That's what we need to be focusing on. We we know the political thing. I I appreciate the young man that was just speaking, but we need to focus on what's going on here. You know, I'm starting in a podcast is going to be called What's Happening Now? And and, and so I, I I love your show. I love your format. And I just wanted to reiterate, when the young man, I mentioned one time, and I don't know, you've talked to so many, and but this was a fact that I said that in this case where we're actually in war and we're, we're kind of contemplating going to war, that if it would be a situation where we could get these guys into something and the military is one of the ways of getting the aggression that these young men have, if they could uh, have a draft to draft some of these young men, uh, then get them on the right track and get the discipline that they don't have. They're not getting it from the parents. They're not uh, not all the time. I'm there. Parents are trying to do well. There are some parents out here I know uh, happen to know a parent that uh, a police officer that explained to me that the parent was one of the best of, uh, educated uh, and trying to rear his their son, but he just wouldn't conform. And then the military is one of the ways to get it done. Uh, my wife said, well, you know, the Air Force and some of those, they wouldn't want them. Yeah, well, here's what it is. When the when the government gets a hold of you and Uncle Sam brings you in, you're going to have uh, two choices. You're either going to conform or you're going to get end up in Leavenworth. See, so, so what I'm saying is th- there's a lot of... Uh, uh, just confusion. The, the seniors can't live. They can't go out and enjoy themselves. Uh, people can't go downtown. They can't do the things mm-hmm. they want to do because they're always worrying about some gunshots or something. We've got to. We've got to come up with a better program. I just want to see what your take is. Well, the the, the military. You're, you're talking about. Okay. How how would that work? Tell me. Tell me well, what your vision is. Here's my. Here's my. Uh, uh, Tell me, tell me how you see it working. Okay, go ahead. At the time when I was uh, uh, going through high school, I went to Indianapolis. I'm going to give uh, give a take to my special high school, Indianapolis Arsenal Technical High School, which I believe is the best at the time was the best in the country. But uh, I uh, I went into the ROTC. Uh, I made the rifle team. I went into the military. My dad used to show us the. Uh, the uh, up on the hill at 25th Street. Uh, that's where you're going to end up if you don't conform. <laughs> I'm talking about, and and so he got it. My brother and I really indoctrinated, and uh, you're going to be a juvenile <laughs> delinquent. And and so what I'm saying is is that in in the time of going back to when they were drafting in the military for Vietnam. 
it wouldn't hurt if they could draft and and just draft guys that maybe or maybe maybe adaptable, maybe can be conformed, maybe pick the guys, draft those guys, give them something to do, give them some skills. They used to have a a, a center called uh, 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 I think it was Camp uh, Atterbury. Used to have a program, and I met a couple of young men that that were kind of on the on the brink of uh, you know being in trouble, and they went into a program, uh, a welding program, and different other programs that they offered. Got them uh, raising families, make them feel good about they can take care of their children, they can take care of their family. But discipline is the main thing. We these these young men. Uh, my granddaughter is over at Short Ridge High School. She's brilliant, and she has a very good uh, uh, opinion of things. And and uh, but she fortunately has come up under structure of her parents and us helping them. But there's a lot of children, a lot of young men and young women as well now, because the women are you know it's a different story, mm-hmm. and they don't have the rearing. The parents are just raising the children, or they're really supposed to be raising the children, but they're Letting them do their own thing. It's so much. It's, it's so so confusion. It's so much confusion out here. But but do you understand what I mean? It wouldn't hurt to maybe have a program that if you don't go to college, if you don't have a skill, if you're not going to uh, create uh, anything in your life, uh, go for it. Everybody's not academic, so how about a trade school? Something to get involved with to get your mind. You have to be busy. Mm-hmm. You know, in our day and time, we were busy. We had things to do. We had schools. We had church. We had it all. And and so it just it just uh, that's what I mean if, if you understand what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to get a lot of things in in a quick time. No, no, I understand. I understand what you're saying. Um, conscription, uh, of course. Um, the, apparently, there's no movement underfoot whatsoever for a return to the draft. So are you thinking, are you saying that perhaps uh, there should be some kind of a state uh, a state measure in place for, for the, 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 the young people here in the state of Indiana? You know um, what? I, it, it could be that maybe that would be a route. A state, uh, maybe the federal wouldn't want to do it because, because uh, of course uh, it was it was Uncle Sam saying, you know, we want you back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, and they're not doing that now. It's all a voluntary uh, a military, but there's still a lot of young men that, that, that do volunteer. I have a I have a cousin now. I call him a little cousin, my uh, first cousin's uh, grandson, and he's uh, on a ship right now, over in uh, in uh, Israel, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, but but there there's some people in our family that just were glad that some of our family members did go into the military because they were on the brink of, of going a, a different direction. Yeah, and, and it's just one. It's just another uh, avenue that I've been uh, I've been a little passionate about it, and uh, it's just another avenue. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got to come up with better programs. I, we have some people out here, like the Reverend uh, that uh, I can't think of his name now. That he's working with young men. There's some other uh, agencies and different young, uh, uh, men that are trying to give back. So we we do we're, we we're moving forward. We're moving forward, but maybe we could speed the process up if we have some thinkers here in Indiana and Indianapolis that maybe can come up with a better program or better avenue to get these uh, young men off the street. Yeah, um, here's here's a here's a big issue. 
that um, investigator after investigator after investigator shares with us uh, that seems to be fueling a lot of this animosity, a lot of this uh, hatred, um, a lot of the fact that this lack of discipline. And that, you know, that's something that in in your day and, and you know, other folks' day, that social media, you, you know, you have social media and you have peers and you have other forms of culture that, that kind of contribute to that lack of focus, mm-hmm. um, the lack of direction, um, and the lack of discipline, if you will. Yes. And so I think that, you know, That's anything and everything that, that will help is, is probably welcome or what have you. But I think that Congress should get a handle on these social media companies, these social media channels, and get them cleaned up uh, to the point. Because we've got, we've got young people who cannot cope with life, but who are more or less addicted uh, to, to social media. You know, that, that, that uh, uh, shootout. Uh, that happened out off Benford Boulevard, Halloween. Yeah. Totally social media driven. Guns and the use of guns, the need for guns, totally social media driven. Now, I don't know, I don't know what the answer is there either. But I will say that in addition to everything that you're talking about, our young people have a whole lot more on their plates uh, and a whole lot more drawing their attention in directions other than right, wrong. I mean, they've, they've got so much more. And the fact that it's right there at their fingertips 24-7, 365 days a year, is yeah. is frightening. So is. I, I'm not quite sure where to, you know, I, I do know, there, there's two things I do know. I wish our state legislature would repeal that permitless carry or at least amend it to where it makes a whole lot more sense if you got to figure, you know, find something and back down, back that down. And I wish the, um, I don't know who it is, FCC, FCC I, I don't know. I don't know what the governing agency is, but I wish that something would happen to help clean up this cesspool that exists on social media. I, I appreciate your insight on social media. Uh, I have a social media has some good things about it, and I, it is a double-edged sword. I say it every time. Say I, it every time. I, I agree, and but I have some things that that uh, I, I I might be stepping on some toes. But rap music, some of the gangster rap music, mm-hmm. has been a detourant away from our people. We've mm-hmm. got they've got off track a little bit. Mm-hmm. I appreciate music. I'm, I used to be a DJ. I used to play in a band. I love music, but 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 it, there's other areas, and I, I really want to say, since this is all for religious stations, the enemy is into a lot of things right now, mm-hmm. and we're we're not just fighting against flesh uh, flesh and blood. It's the principalities of the air, and some of these people can appreciate that. But but uh, but we've got to do what we can while we're here. I, I just turned seventy five years old, and I just got. A, 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 I thought it was the greatest thing because I didn't get to see my daddy live. My daddy was a World War Two veteran, and and when they talk about role models, my role model was Henry Jefferson Young. He was my role model, mm-hmm. and and every day I talk about that. Even my cousin I spoke to uh, the other day, she said I just didn't get to spend enough. time with your dad because the wisdom that that he brought my granddaddy was the first african-american to own a service station 
a gold service station down on Martin Luther King. Discipline. Mm-hmm. My uncle that used to have Wynn's Restaurant on 25th and Hillside years ago, worked for the railroad, was, was, was one of the best and most kindest man. Mm-hmm. And, and it just, just I had it around me. I had, I had to conform. But I feel passionate about our youth. I'm more concerned about our youth right now. That's mm-hmm. my thing. Yeah. Yeah, and there, there's there's good cause and, and very good reason uh, to be concerned about um, our youth. And you know, here this this is another, and maybe I'm going to step on some toes here. But if there was a silver bullet, it would have been found by now. I, I I think it's a it's going to it's going to have to be a comprehensive uh, approach. It's going to have to be something where people uh, and organizations and and we all as a community work together because there is no one solution what you're proposing and what you're talking about is part of the part of the puzzle i guess or could could be part of the solution but there has to be an umbrella type of approach that 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 attacks this thing from various uh you know from various points mm-hmm. to to kind of get there again if there were a silver bullet if there were a simple solution if there was one way of taking care of all of it it would have been done by now because of all of the money the effort the time the manpower what have you that has been put forth and i i don't i don't say that that is 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 work because it all it all adds up and and I think that we should keep doing that, mm-hmm. but it's going to take some kind of a concerted effort. I think it uh, is, and 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 not to cut you off, but I did mm-hmm. want to iterate that uh, our neighborhood association. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to really get involved. I have some yeah. health issues that kind of I, I'm, I'm I've been through a program. I've been blessed uh, to to mm-hmm. uh, physical therapy and things. And now I'm ready to. I'm kind of a late bloomer as far as getting involved with civic affairs. Mm-hmm. I've always been around it. But I never really wanted to get into it, and I have a daughter now that's just oh she's just she's just doing good things. She's she's been nominated now to head up her her sorority mm-hmm. and different things, and it's like it's just a beautiful thing to see my family moving in all directions, grandchildren, and all that. Mm-hmm. But it's all because of us. My wife and I, God bless her, <laughs> she took the place of Mama, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, in a in a sense in the family. I'm saying, mm-hmm. and and just structure for the girls as well uh, but our association uh i want to try to get our our congressman i mean our representative is greg porter and i'm going to try to uh she has met greg porter i'm trying to see if i can arrange to get greg porter to come and speak mm-hmm. because it's good like you said it's going to take a, a round table mm-hmm. to to put our heads together mm-hmm. that's how the military works it's it's everybody that participates to bring it to the table. If the military, if the military itself ran like the private sector right now, this country would be in worse trouble than it is now. I'm serious, you know, because structure is part of the military or any other corporation that has structure. I, I work for a mom and pop organization that had discipline and structure. Uh, he used to say, uh, the, the chairman and the uh, uh, owner of the company used to say, it's better to be early than late. We need to get our, our businesses, our young people, the, the African-American. I'm speaking about us. I might step on toes, but I'm not calling names. We need to get a grip on being able to identify 
business and pleasure. Mm-hmm. I never want to get in the way of people having fun, the twerking, the, the dancing, all that. We do well. We're good, we're good actors. We're good uh, show people. We're, we, we're talented. But we need to get busy on things that are important, the priorities mm-hmm. in life. That's all. That's basically yeah, what I want. and you know what? Uh, it might not might not be a bad idea to go to some of the uh, African American websites that and see what the emphasis is. Uh, uh, you know what the head what headlines. Uh, now some of them are you know straightforward, right down the middle uh, news things of that nature. Others entertainment heavy. Others might be sports heavy, but yeah, you're right. We need a well-rounded approach. So I, 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 I can't argue with that at all. Just appreciate you. I appreciate uh. your show. Mm. I, I, because it's an avenue to where we can speak out. Uh, maybe mm. someone out here is listening, because that's one of the best things when you got the air. You can, you don't have to be personable. I mean, you don't have to be on person. Mm. Uh, be there. I mean, you can just anybody that can listen that can pick up the station. And this is really needed in Indianapolis. I, I really appreciate you. Show, and I've met you a long time ago. You may, maybe not. One of your best friends used to work at the finance center, and her her daughter uh, had graduated. She asked me to DJ her party, and it was a long time ago. Mm. <laughs> and you you came. You uh, had happened to drop by. Mm, okay, okay. I can't even remember her name, but you uh, were... <laughs> don't ask me to remember past last week. I'm telling you, there are days it gets rough. It gets rough. So, <laughs> but I did. I did. Did have uh, relatives and friends uh, that worked at the finance center. So uh, I'll, let me di- let me dig a little deeper in my my memory here, and I you know I might come up with it. I can describe <laughs> so. it. She was kind of uh, light brown skin, very nice lady. Uh, mm. She worked in uh, I think she worked in military pay, and she uh, in the division there, and uh, mm. she knew that I DJed, and I did the one year I did the. Mm. Black, uh, black. Uh, I hosted and emceed the uh, black uh, mm-hmm. uh, the month. What I'm kind of confused. The uh, you know black history. Mm. The big black history program. Okay, okay. She, she saw that I DJ and she asked me to do her party. It was such a success. Uh, they asked, she asked me to stay over a little bit, and I stayed over because mm-hmm. we were just having so much fun. But you happened to just drop by. I know it's been it's been <laughs> back in the eighties, so that puts you in the area there. Yeah, I had just gotten here uh, in the eighties. So yeah. um, if okay, I'll, let me let me let me think. I, I've got one person I'm going to check with and see if uh, yeah, because I I think she she came to mind. Okay, um, I think she's since retired from there, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but, I think she's she should have. But yeah, yeah, I think she's since retired from there. Five now, so. Yeah. Okay. All righty. Well, thank you so much. And, and hey, good food for thought. I really appreciate it. Have a good one. Have a blessed. All right. You too. You too. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. And we'll be back with more Community Connection right after this. WTLC AM, W236CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection. Brought to you by Child Advocates. Your voice, their future. On Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. And we are back with Community Connection right at the top of the uh, the second hour of the show. And a Community Connection uh, was just made, actually. Um, our last caller, Henry, uh, appealed to the spirit of one of our other regular callers, um, and she would like to get in touch with him because she has some things going on and would like to pair up with him or at least, uh, you know, put their heads together. So, Henry, if you are still listening, uh, please call back. 
please call back 317-239-1310, 317-239-1310. And Sky will handle uh, connecting you with uh, the caller who wants to, uh, who wants to connect with you. I don't think she, I don't think she'll mind, right? Yeah, it's Nyla, Uh, Nyla. And um, she, uh, like I said, is very involved in the community and and wants to connect with you. So um, again, Henry, if you are still listening, please uh, give us a call back. Uh, and Sky will uh, take care of it uh, from there. Three one seven two three nine thirteen ten. See, the, 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 it works. The title, all of it works. Connecting uh, the community, um, and a connection was just made. So, hey, we're we're doing something today. So we got to love that. Um, as I was telling, uh, sharing with you at the top of the show, uh, we are we're just a little more than a week away from the first uh, of a series of holidays in this holiday season. There's Thanksgiving, there's Christmas, and Christmas Eve, and Christmas Eve, and New Year's Eve, and New Year's, and, and what have you. Um, and, and as I was saying, um, it's a time of joy for a lot of people. For some, not so much. And uh, you know, the interesting thing is, um, you know, sometimes people question, well, why am I not joyful? What, why, why do I not feel it or why am I not feeling it? And uh, those are all good questions and more. And um, uh, the good news is that coming up, uh, there is going to be, this is coming up on the 14th, uh, a, a panel. Uh, and, an, and an initiative called Healing for the Holidays. Uh, and it's going to be hosted uh, in part uh, by uh, Pastor Jeffrey A. Johnson, the second senior pastor at Pilgrim Missionary Baptist Church. Uh, pastor Jay, welcome back to Community Connection. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Sister Tina Cosby. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. Now, let me let me ask you something by way of uh, form. Are you have you completed your PhD yet? Because uh, should I be calling oh, you Doctor Johnson yet? See now you now you put me on the spot. Now you put me on the spot. <laughs> Not quite there yet. Okay. Little program. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, 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 that's one of my goals. Something that I'm working on. I'm looking forward to it. And then, I'll be officially Dr. J. I'll be the real Dr. J. You'll be the real Dr. J. I just didn't yeah. want to. I didn't want to disrespect you, Dr. J. In in waiting, <laughs> no. Dr. J. No. Future Dr. J. I just didn't want to disrespect you. But I, you know what? I am so happy that you're going along that path uh, because that's that's just fantastic. So all the, you know, much continued success there. Take your time, get it done. You know, no biggie, no biggie. Most we'll, we'll definitely, get you'll get there. You'll get there. I, I appreciate. I appreciate the opportunity to, to connect with you here on Community Connection. Now, I'm grateful that you are also continuing to make connections by way of the program. I just, mm-hmm. you know, as I was listening, I hear you make another connection. And so I'm glad to make the connection uh, regarding some of the things you just mentioned about the holiday season and yeah. what all entails, you know, related to that. And yeah. before we get started, I want to let you know, happy holidays to you. Well, thank you, and the same to you and your family. How, by the way, uh, before we get started, how's everything going? Are y'all situated and, 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 and in there good? McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
now in the in the new place? Yeah, so it'll be a, actually officially a year where I'll preach my first sermon over at Pilgrim Missionary Baptist Church uh, next week. Oh, congrats. Happy anniversary. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. But there's some backdrop and some context to the to the whole year piece, which is one of the reasons why this healing for the holiday concept was even birthed. When I, when, I was, uh, when I started over at Pilgrim almost a year ago now, my third day on the job, my predecessor, Pastor uh, Leroy Wallington, passed away. Mm. And so I was going into a new context as a new pastor uh, as the church is, is dealing with grief and on top of grief, really, because it wasn't just the death of, the, of our predecessor, but just the transition of him out of leadership, the transition with another, you know, a new pastor, uh, the church was just coming back and transitioning out of COVID. So it was a lot of things that work and at play. And so this, the, the death of, you know, Pastor Wallington mm-hmm. uh, was something that I an, immediately had to encounter and address uh, as the new leader during my first few sermons as the new pastor. So I'm not coming in, you know, we're not in there shouting and, sh- you know, praising mm-hmm. as, as a new pastor, you know, coming in. I'm, I'm coming in speaking on grief and mourning and uh, lamenting and uh, keeping your mental health as a priority. Mm. And, and so it was just a unique entry way into this uh, new space for me and the church. And, mm. you know, we thought it would be fitting for us to uh, be a blessing to other people who during this time of the year may also be dealing with grief or, you know, uh, by way of death or loss or transition. Mm. So um, we're excited about Healing for the Holidays, which is actually tomorrow. And so we were trying to be intentional about not just having, you know, a worship service, but then also offering a, uh, some practical information that you can take mm-hmm. with you. Uh, as, you know, you talked about it, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Christmas Eve, Black mm-hmm. Friday, all mm-hmm. the years, mm-hmm. all of this stuff in the last two months, while, while also remembering those who have, mm-hmm lost loved ones for the first time this year where they have to navigate through the holidays. So it's really a full circle. And I really said a mouthful to answer a question on how have you settled in, but it's really, it's really a full circle uh, as we enter into this first year uh, uh, for me and, and the church. And so we're excited about tomorrow and we hope that uh, the city can come out and be blessed and encouraged by it. Yeah. And, and how appropriate that, uh, that you tackle. This is not always easy. Um, it's not always an easy subject to tackle, especially around this time of year. But then again, sometimes yeah. people are a little hard on themselves because they don't feel the joy. They don't feel the excitement. Right. You know, a lot of folks downright don't like the energy, period, because yeah. they, they just don't feel it. Um, yeah, and it's, so, it's a yeah. Lot of, yeah. It's a lot of people have to navigate, like, you know, for those who may be grieving loved ones or family or friends, and maybe, you know, it was your grandma or mm-hmm. your uncle that you would go to their house for Thanksgiving. They're no longer here. How do you, mm-hmm. and what, what is that? How do you approach that? How do you manage the mental, emotional, mm-hmm. you know, impact as you try to uh, transition into this new normal mm-hmm. of a person who's passed away or even beyond just the death, you know, uh, the pressures of finance, the financial pressures of shopping and buying gifts for everybody. If you mm-hmm. hosting, the type of pressure that comes along with that, you traveling with all the things that's going on. Uh, in our in our society today, there's, there could be a lot of mental anxiety, a lot of depression, a lot of grief. Uh, and so we want to create an opportunity and an environment 
where people can find hope and peace and healing in the process because we want everyone, we, we all want to experience a happy holiday, right? We all want to experience the joy of family. Uh, we all want to experience uh, the peace of being off from work and all these things. Uh, but sometimes you also have to navigate the, you know, those who are triggered, the trauma, mm-hmm. uh, the depression. And so we understand as Christians and people of faith that God has given us God's word uh, to approach this thing in a healthy way. And so we want to encourage people with some information and some inspiration, mm-hmm. some worship, you know, a preach word, some fellowship, mm-hmm. and then some practical information that people could take home. So when Thanksgiving comes next week, uh, you, when you get stressed out, you can revert back to what you picked up for healing for the holidays and enjoy your family, your friends, and your loved ones. Again, it's tomorrow, November 14th, uh, the, the the time and the location, uh, of course, uh, at the Pilgrim Missionary Baptist Church right here in Indianapolis, 1060 uh, West 30th Street. Uh, how's it going to work? I mean, is it, it looks like you're going to have an incredible panel uh, that's been put together. Uh, so how is, yeah. how is this, yeah, how's this all going to work tomorrow? Yeah, we're looking forward to it. It's uh, um, So tomorrow... We start at 6.30 p.m. Uh, we'll have some, some music by my guy, Jay Thomas. He's going to come through and bless us with some music to really set our hearts and minds to receive the information mm-hmm. that we're going to receive in our panel discussion. So mm-hmm. in our panel discussion, it'll be facilita- facilitated by Amisha Ramsey, who is a Wish TV reporter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're excited about having her there, uh, who's also a P. She's a PK, so she gets the pressure of the PK. She, she, she understands all that. <laughs> But uh, oh, somebody you can relate to, huh? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, uh, but then also our panel, I'm excited because all of these are my friends. I consider my friends, Pastor mm-hmm. uh, Corey Duncan, who's the pastor of City of Hope Community Church here in Indianapolis, and then uh, Reverend Hazel Owens, uh, who is a licensed and uh, licensed marriage and family therapist, and then also Reverend Ray Kareem, who is a grief coach, a licensed grief coach. Mm-hmm. And so each of the panelists. Um, and we've been on Facebook Live this past week just kind of talking about the event and the importance of it. But each of these panelists had to deal with a significant death and loss and grief uh, with the loss of a, of a parent. Each of them have lost a parent, whether a mother or a father. Mm-hmm. And so they talked about how they've navigated that even in uh, places of leadership and, you know, providing for other people and leading in their respective places. And so mm. we thought it would be fitting for them to come and then also to share from different perspectives. So Pastor Corey Duncan is a pastor. All of them are Christians, but, you know, Pastor Corey Duncan is a pastor. He, he'll give us some insight from, a, you know, a spiritual theological perspective. You know, what does the Bible have to say about grief and mourning? How does God encourage us in these moments of, you know, depression uh, and anxiety? Uh, and so he'll speak from that perspective. And then Reverend Hazel Owens, she's a licensed therapist. So she'll speak of it from a mental health perspective and some different practices that can help us uh, as we make our mental health a priority, even as Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, uh, Reverend Ray Kareem, who is our grief coach, she's going to speak from, from that perspective and how do we handle grief. Uh, we don't put grief on the timeline. Grief is not something that you get over. You know, it's something that you have to live with. So how do mm-hmm. you live with it mm-hmm. when the waves hit? How do you deal with the grief in a healthy way? And what does the Bible have to say? How does God encourage us, encourage us? after the panel? We'll have a, uh, uh, a candlelight ceremony where we kind of honor those who passed away, come alongside mm-hmm. uh, those who are continuing to grieve. And then we're just going to close out with a powerful message and a powerful word that will encourage people as they leave. So it will, 
we'll have a great time. We'll have a time that will be spirit-filled, a time where people can find the encouragement and the joy and the strength and the information and insight that they need to navigate uh, the mental health heaviness of the holidays. And so we want to encourage people to come out tomorrow at 6.30 p.m., Pilgrim Missionary Baptist Church, 1060 West 30th Street, 6.30 p.m., <laughs> and we won't have you in there all day, but we want to definitely have a good time in the Lord and uh, give people yeah. the practical insight that they need yeah. to walk through and navigate the holidays uh, with grief and also family dynamics, but that's another conversation for another yeah. day. Yeah, I, absolutely. But you know what? You were you were so so kind about sharing the last time you were here, sharing what you you've learned uh, early on uh, in in your ministry. And I, I guess maybe my my question would be regarding grief, uh, grief counseling, and 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 being the spiritual leader through this with uh that that you were hit with and you know like you say the third you know just a few days into your ministry there what 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 would you say that you have learned and that that God has shown you that's a, that's a powerful question um it's interesting because when I was like I said third day on the job Pastor Wallington passes away mm-hmm. and I'm like god why like why why is this happening I didn't plan on preaching my first sermon until you know the first Sunday of December mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Pastor Wallington passed away um the weekend before Thanksgiving so I'm like well I got to preach like I got to mm-hmm. I got to come mm-hmm. and, and share the and share the word during this during this difficult time Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Pastor Wallington, had, you know, he had pastored there almost 20 years. So, of course, uh, there, there are people there who, who who love them and appreciate the ministry that he provided. And so it was an interesting dynamic. I'm asking God, like, why is this happening? And then, you know, God had to really share, you know, share with me and reveal to me, like, this is something that I've been through as far as grief. This is something that I've had, you know, firsthand throughout the course of the pandemic, uh, losing two of my best friends. Uh, my grandmother passed away on, on, on New Year's Day. I had, you know, auntie that passed. Uh, and so it was a lot of death and grief and mm-hmm. mourning that I personally had to experience. Mm-hmm. And I feel oftentimes God will use, you know, the pain and the process that not just that you've gone through, but that you're in as a way to empower your ministry. And, to empower mm-hmm. your and so, you know, community connection, maybe there's somebody listening right now. You're going through pain. Mm-hmm. You're going through whatever it is the difficulty and the hardship that you're going through, um, that's, that's, that's not an excuse to keep you from what you believe God has destined you to be, mm-hmm. the purpose that God, God will often use your pain to empower what it is that God is calling you to do. And so yeah. that's what it was for me. And I took that as a, as a way of being yeah. motivated by the new call, you know, mm-hmm. uh, as, a, as a source of strength. You know, relying on my family and the people of the church, their love and embrace for me and my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's been it's been an interesting, unique ride mm-hmm. throughout this first year. Where yeah. also, too, a lot of my a lot of the people at the church, they've gone, they they've experienced death this year. Yeah. So yeah. alongside them and encouraging them and supporting them is also mm-hmm. uh, the way that I've been able to navigate my own personal grief. Yeah, and 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 thank you for that because it, it it's so interesting that you know people that mean well. And and they do, and they mean very very well. But um, the expectations that I think a lot of people put on themselves, uh, you know, like there's no date on the calendar. Like I I you know, in losing uh, my mother a few years ago, 
um, you know, people would say the the first year is always the hardest. The first, the first this and the first that and the first that. And I was thinking, what? That's not really what. You know, that that was not necessarily the hardest, um, you know, sometimes the hardest and the hardest would would fluctuate. You know, sometimes it would just be the day to day where I'd pick up the phone and literally was dialing, you know, because we talked three and four times a day every day for I don't know how long. You know, it, sometimes that would be the hardest or um, but but it did not come on designated dates on the calendar. It didn't come, you know, because somebody had to remind me the first, it was the one-year anniversary of her passing, and somebody somebody reminded me that that didn't occur to me. But it's just different ways, you know, in terms of processing that it occurs to you. And it's the day-to-day living a lot of times, not necessarily a date on the calendar, because when when well-meaning Christians would tell me the hardest, the hardest time is the first year, that's the first Christmas and the first this, well... For some people, maybe, uh, but but it, it didn't go down like that with me. It just simply did not. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, because but, grief grief hit, hits different. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so well, you know how one person experience may be different from mm-hmm. the other. But I, one of you know one of the panelists, uh, Reverend uh, Hazel Owens, mm-hmm. says that you got to be a skilled surfer with the waves of grief, and mm-hmm. I really like that analogy. That's good. That's good. Surfer, you know, the water is not on a schedule. Mm-hmm. The waves of the water, they're not on a schedule. No, they move, no. The water moves how it moves, and it's up to the surfer mm-hmm. to navigate the waves, even when they don't know how the wave is going to form, when the wave is going to show up. Mm-hmm. But they're skilled enough to navigate it. And so I think having conversations like this, uh, you know, healing for the holidays, having a support system, but yeah. then also, um, also having a release. How do you lament? When you when you feel like the crowd or whatever is coming up, mm-hmm. do you suppress it? Do you hold it in? We got to be able to relief mm-hmm. the grief, because uh, you know Pastor Corey Duncan said that we don't oftentimes uh, allow our grief to become mourning. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a difference between grief and mourning. He says that grief is something that is eternal. It is the mourning that is external. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says that God will turn your joy, your mourning, mm-hmm, joy. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you hold on to the grief, mm-hmm. you don't have a release, mm-hmm. you ain't giving God nothing to work with to transform yeah. it into joy. So, of course, you know, that support system, the church, your faith, mm-hmm. but then able to have a release. How yeah. do you lament? Is it crying? Is it journaling? Is mm-hmm. it venting? Is it a therapist? Like, how are you lamenting? How are you getting out this internal pain that you're dealing with so that that mourning can have a way of turning into joy? Wow, wow, that's rich. And 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 what a uh, you know, what a message that was delivered to you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Within your third day, uh, that that you had to carry out. I mean, that's that's just amazing. And to be able to put together this... Uh, uh, did, now, do, what do people need to do? Do they need to register? Do they just show... What, what do folks need to do? Up. 
just show up. Just show up. Just show up. We start at six thirty PM. Um and like I said, well, you know, my my lovely wife, uh, Lady J, who is an event planner by trade, <laughs> she's given me, me the run of show uh-huh. and and we'll actually be starting at six twenty eight PM. Oh, okay, okay. I got that. I get that. I get that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because we don't want to keep. I know it gets dark super early now. Uh-huh. There's a whole nother thing related to emotion and depression and mental health. Just the weather and the the, the time in which it gets dark. Yeah, seasonal affective oh. disorder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that. That's a real thing. And then, and then, one, and one last thing too. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. That is the family dynamics. You know, this is healing for the holidays where we're navigating grief and family dynamics during the holiday season. And by family dynamics, we mean just the pressure of, uh, for some people that feel the pressure of just spending time with the family, or Mm -hmm. you you may not even feel like wanting to go, you know, to Thanksgiving dinner or to a a, a gathering or some, Mm -hmm. or or some family uh, situation. You may not even want to feel like going, but you feel the pressure of going, which uh, uh, initiates more heaviness or there's some dysfunction in the family that you don't want to address or family Mm -hmm. is trying to you know hide and so there's a lot of family dynamics at play during the holiday season that can uh compound Mm -hmm. already the heaviness of like we talked about holiday shopping and finding stuff on sale and the guilt all the keys and everybody yeah so much going on (laughs) yeah that it's even hard to be at 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 ease or at peace Mm -hmm. during the holidays when you are at work but it's just the pressures of everything else that that's at work in that place. So we hope that this healing for the holidays can give us the tips, the tools, the spirit that we need, the faith that we need, you know, to navigate not just the grief that people feel, yeah. but the family dynamics that are at work. Uh, that other people may be experiencing as well. Well, thank you and Lady J for putting this together. Uh, I think that this is totally appropriate and and right on time because like we're we're heading into. I mean, just as soon as we go to sleep and wake up, it'll be you know we're there. So the fact yeah. that this is going to be well in advance of the very first one coming up, I, I think is absolutely wonderful. And uh, you know, certainly wish you all all the best. So um, the details again for anyone that may be just tuning in. Yeah, yeah. healing for the holidays. Uh, tomorrow evening, 6.30 p.m. at Pilgrim Missionary Baptist Church, 1060 West 30th Street. Please arrive there early. We're going to have a great time, and the Lord will start on time with our panel discussion, our candlelight ceremony, a preach word. We're going to worship. We're going to encourage each other, and we're going to leave there with some practical tips on how to navigate grief and family dynamics in the holiday season. Hope to see you there. Let's connect with the communities. Thank you, Sister Tina Collins. I appreciate you. All righty. Thank you, Pastor Jeffrey A. Johnson II. Pastor Jay, we'll just call you that, Pastor Jay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, all the best with the event tomorrow. Thank you so much for putting this together. Thank you. Indeed. And we'll, um, well, you know what? Uh, Before we take um, a a commercial break, um, Sky, were we able to connect? Uh, oh, good, 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 good. We were able to connect Henry and, and Nyla. So thank you both uh, so much for that. And again, uh, thanks to Pastor Jay uh, for, for putting that together. And and it is a real thing. And it's it's a good idea to get a hold of it, um, you know, prior to, you know, getting getting there for the holidays. Because it's, it's not always an easy time. And, you know, don't ever question yourself if you think, why am I not happy? Or why everybody, ugh, don't. Don't do that. So uh, there is uh, an outlet for that tomorrow, November 14th, tomorrow, 630, uh, 1060 West 30th Street. Come as you are. 
and uh, it should be a good one. Um, also, tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning, don't want to forget this, um, our regular food and meal distribution with the Indianapolis Urban League. It's every month, uh, and uh, tomorrow is going to be a um, uh, the second to last one. There will be one tomorrow, and then there will be one more uh, next month, and that will be it for the year. Um, we want to make sure that people are aware um, of the fact uh, we have been so so, so happy with our efforts with the Indianapolis Urban League and in the ability to feed as many people as we're able to feed once a month. Uh, 777 Indiana Avenue, 10 a.m. Uh, remains a COVID-safe drive-thru, so please plan to arrive early for the drive-thru lineup. Um, an early arrival is also recommended because of construction uh, over there along Indiana Avenue, so it may take an extra step or two, may take an extra five to ten minutes or two. It's not real bad, but just a little bit. You might have to go around the corner uh, where you normally would not have had to go around the corner. So um, anyway, as always, any and all are welcome. Uh, no questions are ever asked of anyone who shows up. No requirements, no registration. None of that is necessary. Again, the food and the meals are there for the asking. Um, it won't be a factor tomorrow. This will not be a factor tomorrow, but just to remind you, the event is held as planned, rain or shine, uh, unless the weather presents a danger to public safety. And I believe that we only had that situation in the, we've been doing it since, what, 2020, in, in the years that we've been doing this, the three years that we've been doing this, um, I think we've only had to do that one time. And that was just a postponement until the next day uh, because conditions were such that it wasn't safe uh, for the public to be out in it uh, during this distribution. So that's a pretty good record. Pretty real, really, really, really good record. So rain or shine. Um, unless the weather presents a danger to public safety, uh, but that's almost never happens. Uh, again, uh, that is not expected to be a factor tomorrow. In fact, tomorrow may even be uh, warmer than it is today, and it's already in the 60s today, sunny and in the 60s. So anyway, each month uh, with our food and meal distribution with the Urban League and all the community partners, second helpings and, and gleaners and, and the likes, Every month, there are supplies for up to 500 families, uh, sometimes more, depending on what's donated. Uh, the food and meals are distributed until everything is gone. So, again, um, early arrivals are recommended. I will say last month, um, our Radio 1 Indy Promotions Director, David Gray, uh, was in, and he said it was like, lightning fast how quickly everything uh, was distributed so much so that they had to cut the line they had to cut the line off about 30 minutes into it because they weren't going to be able to serve as many people that lined up so get there early um, it's tomorrow again at 10 a.m. until the food is gone Indianapolis Urban League headquarters downtown uh, 777 Indiana Avenue 777 Indiana Avenue. And, uh, of course, the Moselle Sanders uh, Thanksgiving Feed the Hungry event. Uh, that's coming up on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, and that's for a fully cooked meal that will be delivered uh, to thousands of people across central Indiana. Uh, donations and volunteers are needed. Um, MoselleSanders.org is the website to find out more. There's also a text to donate number if you would like to use your cell phone to give. Uh, and that number is text the word, I'm sorry, text the word Moselle, M 
M-O-Z-E-L, Moselle, to the number 53555. Again, text the word Moselle to the number 53555. If you're wondering um, how much you should give, uh, the minimum, five bucks, five dollars will feed, will feed one person. Uh, and then you can go from there, anywhere up there. So if you want to give a dollar, they'll take. I mean, but you know, five dollars is a nice, um, a nice donation to start with. If but give as you can, give as you can. Um, if you would like to request a meal, uh, go to the website MoselleSanders.org or call three one seven six three six seven nine eight five. Again, three one seven six three six seven nine eight five. Uh, the same is true if you'd like to volunteer. Go to the website, MoselleSanders.org, or call 317-636-7985. So if you want to order a meal, 317-636-7985. If you want to volunteer, 317-636-7985. If you want to volunteer or order a meal, you can also go to MoselleSanders.org. Again, uh, the foundation is always in need of volunteers on Thanksgiving Day, especially uh, those to clean up. Uh, there is a shortage this year of folks to clean up after the fact, so uh, the uh, special call is going out uh, for those who can help clean. And again, the easy thing about that, the easier thing, the more folks there are, the easier you get done, the quicker you get done, the easier it is to do, and the quicker you get into it. So that is that. Let's go to um, a commercial, and then when we come back, um, another uh, Thanksgiving Day um, initiative that's coming up in our community. We'll be right back. Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. And we're back with Community Connection. Our next guest is Petrina Williams. Uh, she is the founder of Business As Usual and is here to share with us another Thanksgiving Day uh, initiative for the community. It sounds like another good one. Uh, welcome back, Petrina. How are you? Are you there? Hi, Tina. This is Trina. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good. I'm good. I'm good. So I was saying you're you're bringing more good news about uh, some help for deserving people on Thanksgiving Day or for Thanksgiving, rather. Yes. And we are so excited about it. Well, tell us about it. So on next Tuesday uh, from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m., we will be at the Jewel Center, 3333 North Illinois. Um, as a home care owners, we are all coming together to be able to provide um, to be able to feed our brothers and sisters in our community, um, Thanksgiving dinner. So we have sponsors, um, we have volunteers that are coming out, and we want to serve our people in the community. Yeah. So we are so excited about this event. So what you specialize in is uh, in-home care services for seniors. Is that correct? Correct. And, uh, yeah. So tell us. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Tell us about what you do. So um, this is as usual. Uh, we are a consultant agency, so what we do is we help people open up their own uh, medical home care agency. But also, we are, I am a home care owner myself. My company is called Cherish and Lives Personal Care Services. And what we do is help people, um, we serve them in their home. So we, are, we do non-medical home care. So what that is, is, is um, light housekeeping. We do meal, meal prep. Um, to the doctor's appointments, we go to, um, if we need to take them to the grocery store, companionship, and that's what we do. So we are here to serve our people. We have um, created um, an organization in a community 
to be able to serve our people in the community. So we have helped over 120 plus people to become home care owners in the last year and a half. Yeah, yeah. So, so what's this this meal going to look like? I mean, how are you going to have speakers? Yeah, tell us about the event itself. So at this event, we are going to have we're just going to have um, a DJ. We're going to play. Um, we're going to have face painting games, and we're just going to have people there to serve um, to serve our people. And we are just. I mean, we have everything you can think of Thanksgiving. That's what we're going to have there: um, turkey, ham, dressing, macaroni and cheese. We're just going to. Um, put a meal together to be able to serve our people. So what, what, how did you come up with this and, you know, what led to it? And is this the first one you've ever done? Is that correct? This is our first one. Yeah, that's what I done. thought. Okay. Yeah, so this is our first one, and we're excited about it. We just love to give back. What I do is I reach out to my home care owners and say, hey, let's give back to our community. Uh, one of the things we did probably about three months ago, we pulled up downtown. We had a food truck, and we just fed people in our communities, all the home care owners um, that was involved that came together and mm-hmm. they had supplies, and we just gave them out to our community. So our goal is to make sure that we are giving back. As we've been blessed, we want to bless our mm-hmm. community back. What is it that you found during the course of your business? Um, what is it that you found uh, that especially encourages you to keep doing what you do? What are, what are you finding as you, as you go along in your business? So we want to be able to cherish the lives of others in our community. So what I found is that, first of all, we're breaking, when we um, creating home care owners, we are allowing home care owners to be able to go into the community and take care of our people. So, and one of the things that we enjoy is that if people are at home, they live longer at home instead of in a nursing home and things like that. So that's what I enjoy about it because we're able to serve our people in their community, in their homes. And that's what I love about what we do. So the, the you say they live longer? Is that is that a is that something you've observed, or is that a, a known fact, or what? I'm I'm curious about that. That's interesting. So it's something I've observed because if you, if you if you um go into some of our clients' home and they say oh, I don't want to go to a nursing home, they feel more comfortable being at home yeah, instead yeah. of being in a nursing home because we're taking them out of their environment if we're taking them somewhere else um to for them to go live. But I. I believe they feel way more comfortable being mm-hmm. at home in their own environment. Yeah, most people do. So, so you say you do like your your agents or your agencies do things like non medical, like cooking, I guess, or and, and housekeeping. And what about what about uh, you know hygiene and, and personal care and things of that nature? Absolutely, we do that too. We give them um, baths if they need to have a um, if they need help with um, um, receiving a bath. So mm-hmm. we do, we do all that. So we're going to home. Only thing we don't do, we don't do anything medical. We do everything non-medical. Yeah, yeah. So how does one uh, attend uh, the event uh, that's coming up next Tuesday, November 21st? Is this invitation only? Can anybody come? I mean, how does that work? So it's anybody. It's open to our community. Anybody can come um, out to the Jewel Center from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. on next Tuesday, November the 21st. So you don't have to register or anything? You just come? No, ma'am. You can just come on out, and we're going to feed them. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, th- that's that's great. I mean, that anybody, so the, there's not a list or anything, no registration, no, no capacity or anything, right? No, ma'am. All righty. Well, that sounds like a winner. Well, congratulations. This is, uh, this is wonderful. So, again... Um, uh, if you could just let folks know again the date and the time and 
what they need to do. What, did they need to bring anything or just, like you say, just show up? They can just show up. We are accepting. We're still accepting sponsors and volunteers. So if there's anybody that want to come out and volunteer, and if they want to sponsor, they can uh, reach us um, at 317-384-6540 and also um, businessasusualpw.com, and they can sponsor on that website also. Yeah, sponsor. So how many volunteers do you think you might need? We're... Um, we probably need about 30 to 40 volunteers. So we do have a lot of people that are volunteering. So we are excited about that. But the more volunteers, the more. We just, they can come on out and volunteer if that's something that they want to do. So the, the you have two. You say cherishing lives and business as usual. Um, okay, go ahead. Cherishing Lives is a not-for-profit organization. Um, Cherishing Lives is the LLC, so it's a not-for-profit organization. Business as usual is my um, consultant agency. And then we have a Cherishing Lives personal care services, which is the home care. So we have a home care with Cherishing Lives um, personal care service and a not-for-profit for Cherishing Lives um, Corp., which is a not-for-profit organization. And if someone wanted to take advantage of the services that you offer, what do they need to do? If they want to stay in their home and, and they, yeah, what do they do? They can just give us a call um, at 317-384-6540. They can ask for Trina, myself, and we will guide them in the right direction. All righty. Well, thank you so, so very much. I really appreciate it. Anything we forgot before we uh, before we have to let you go? That's it, Tina. And again, we will be at the Jewel Center, 3333 North Illinois, next Tuesday from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. So bring your families on out and come out and, and let us feed you. All right. Well, hey, uh, a meal <laughs> and a good one. It sounds like it's going to be a good one. Uh, and how kind of you to do that for the for the community, Trina. We really appreciate you. Well, thank you so much, Tina. All right. For allowing me to be on the show. Not a problem. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And again, um, uh, Petrina Williams, uh, and uh, she she does a lot. And uh, this is, you know, no strings attached, no anything. Um, again, yes, yet another uh, outreach for uh, the community. Um, it's going to be at the Jewel Center. Uh, they want to feed over 200 folks if they can. Uh, just show up at the Jewel Center Tuesday, November 21st. From 5 until 8 p.m., the Jewel Center, of course, 3033 North Illinois, 3333, 3333, 3333 North Illinois. Uh, that is where uh, the Jewel Center is. And um, again, what a wonderful, uh, what a wonderful outreach that uh, she and her partners are going to be offering next Tuesday, uh, the 21st. Um, another reminder tomorrow. At Pilgrim uh, Missionary Baptist Church, um, uh, Pastor Jeffrey Johnson II, uh, Pastor Jay, is going to be offering um, a panel discussion and service for folks uh, to help navigate the holidays, especially those who may be feeling, uh, you know, grief or or loss or what have you. That's And that, too, is, is free uh, as well. So those have been um, our two guests. Um, again... Um, what we are doing tomorrow, uh, in terms of feeding, as long as we're uh, along those lines, there, there's they're being spiritually fed, sp- uh, physically fed, uh, and again tomorrow, uh, you've known about it for the last couple of years, the last few years, uh, the Indianapolis Urban League. We are so happy uh, that that continues, that that is going as it should. Uh, tomorrow, uh, 10 a.m. 
777 Indiana Avenue, the uh, the regular and the monthly food and meal distribution uh, will get underway. Uh, supplies for up to 500 families. Uh, sometimes during the holidays or around this time that we have a few more, but we have at least up to 500. Uh, it is strongly recommended uh, that you show up early uh, just because uh, a lot of people show up and you got to get in line and things of that nature. Uh, it is a drive through It's still COVID friendly. You know, this was born out of the COVID-19 crisis um, and uh, when COVID was a, a crisis and so uh, it remains uh, COVID friendly in that uh, there ha you don't have to interact with anyone. You just pull up and our volunteers will load up your car and then you can drive away. Um, if you don't have a car and, you know, that, that's another thing that we sometimes forget to share with the uh, listeners as well. Um, there is an area there for those who don't have a car that just walk up. There are people that ride the bus over to that distribution uh, and um, or you know, and they bring or they'll bring their carts or or what have you. And uh, they'll uh, they'll get supplies and food and things to take away. Um, it's a small population that does that, a small group, but a group nonetheless. But they accommodate everybody that they can possibly accommodate. So, again, that's tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Uh, at the Indianapolis uh, Urban League. Again, the Moselle Sanders Foundation. um we are continuing to support the Moselle Sanders Foundation. Uh, as you know, uh, each day, uh, I can I can tell you every day this week we're going to do it. We got four more to go. We gave away one. Uh, and it's the car pass uh, to the Christmas Nights of Lights out at the Indiana State Fairgrounds. That is an absolutely beautiful display synchronized to music. Uh, that's just It's just really nice to see. As I said, my grandson said... Uh, amazing uh, and he's two he's <laughs> will be three soon but he he said amazing uh, i think it just kind of took took him away but we're giving away free tickets to that however uh if you want to buy a ticket we're also giving away discount tickets uh you know you just got to go to the site christmasnightsoflights.com christmasnightsoflights.com uh and upon checkout uh just Use the coupon code Moselle, M-O-Z-E-L, <clears throat> excuse me, and you'll get $10 off the $30 ticket price automatically. Uh, within that, uh, that purchase, $5 will that, of that will go to the Moselle Sanders Foundation. Moselle Sanders Foundation, as you know, feeds tens of thousands of people uh, every year. 10,000 last year, a little bit more than 10,000 are anticipated this year. Uh, hundreds of thousands over the last uh 40 years or so, more than that probably. Anyway, so that is what we have. We have uh, quite a bit more for you coming up tomorrow, uh, including the Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department is going to be here. They come and they sit in with us once a month on Tuesday, the second Tuesday of the month. Uh, and regardless of what's going on, they, they show up. They're here. So we'll be talking with them uh, tomorrow. Uh, also tomorrow... DJ Gino, DJ Gino, nationally known promoter and our good friend here uh, at WTLC, the Indianapolis Stations of Radio 1. Gino's going to be in. I'm not going to tell you what he's he's going to be 
talking about. But, you know, with Gino, it's always something. You know, it's it's always something fun. It's always something entertaining. And it's always something good. So we'll just, uh, I'll just let you be surprised about that with Gino uh, tomorrow. So uh, that is pretty much all the time we have for right now. We got to scoot out a little early today. Got a couple of things to do. Again, don't forget about the Urban League Food and Meal Distribution tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Uh, we are always praise AM 1310 and 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration. Don't forget about our website, praiseindy.com. Willie Moore Jr. on the radio is up next. Thank you, as always, for listening. We'll talk again tomorrow. As always, please be safe and be well. I'm Tina Cosby, and this is Community Connection.